Welcome, everybody, to the Miami Sports Junkie Podcast, your source for your Miami sports fix, discussing everything from Jimmy Bucket's triple doubles to Miami Dolphins receiver play troubles, hosted by the one and only Miami Sports Junkie and Mr. JT. Now, let's dive right in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's huge episode of the Miami Sports Junkie Podcast. I'm your host, Miami Sports Junkie, and with me as always, Mr. JT. What's up? What's up? What's up? How's everybody feeling about that lottery? How's everybody feeling? Well, I know I'm feeling great. I'm feeling yeah. real good. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm super excited, man. If you as a Heat fan, you got ESPN, you got Fox Sports, everybody's talking about it. We basically, you know, if you reduce, you know, Kawhi Leonard as pretty much a lock to go back, we got the best free agent on the market, I think, and, you know, immediately makes our team back to be a better team. You know, when you just look at it from a standpoint of you're upgrading from Kendrick Nunn to Kyle Lowry, hello, your team just got that much better. What do yeah, you think? That- yeah, definitely. I think we definitely got a lot better. Um, I just want to really quickly shout out to uh, Goran Dragic, the Dragon. I know he uh, was with us for seven years. If you're a He fan, you knew that already, obviously. Um, so, you know, much, much, much salute to him. He was phenomenal during his time here with the Heat. I think he was even better than people expected him to be. Um, just a true class. And uh, I know he wrote an emotional goodbye to uh, Heat fans and Heat Nation on his Instagram page. So again, just want to salute to him and his family. I know his family too is another big, big part of this community. Less than a year ago, that man was cooking the Milwaukee Bucks in the playoffs. So what an important player he was. Um, I was super excited when he got traded over here because everybody had the Knicks and the Lakers. And last minute, Pat was able to pull a Pat and got him. And unfortunately, we lost Bosch the same day. So it was like a whole flurry of emotions. Uh, But we were still excited. We had a really good run that year. Um, And I'm always going to miss the Dragon. He's that player that you hate if he's not on your team. You know, he's always gotten that reputation. Uh, But I think the Dragon will always, at least for me, hold a special place in my basketball heart. <laughs> no, for sure. And I think so, when you talk about, when you talk about point guards in the uh, NBA uh, in history, he's definitely up there in top two, top three. Yeah. So, um, he's, definitely. There with, he's there and Tim Hardaway. I'm sorry, Mario Chalmers. He, he's yeah. not there. No, he's not there. <laughs> uh, so let's pivot. Cause there was a lot more moves done by the heat. Uh, PJ Tucker ends up signing on a two year, $15 million deal. Uh, I know that he were aggressively pursuing him last, uh, you know, getting Ariza. He ended up going to the Bucks. He ended up being a big reason for the Bucks' success. Um, I know the stat sheet doesn't really show you what PJ Tucker does. Me and JT have been talking about this offline, but what he does defensively is he eliminates your best player, and that's what he did to us in the Bucks series. And it's great to have that guy on our team. Yeah, and I definitely I was just gonna point that out. I mean, if you really think about um, the Bucks and uh, defensively, him and Bobby Portis were a really big 
uh, part of their championship, you know, run and how they won the championship. And uh, like you said, uh, when it came to them playing us, I think PJ Tucker did a hell of a job against Jimmy. Um, and I think it's part of the reason why we got swept, unfortunately. Uh, but hey, man, um, I, I, I was very surprised that we got him. I'm actually even more surprised at the number we got him. So um, I still think we have moves to, to come. Uh, th- For sure. To come. And, you know, we definitely just saw that um, Kendrick Nunn's uh, qualifying offer just got pulled. Yeah, but let, let's get into that. Let's let's talk about everything. Come on. Let, we, we're going to give them – let's not spoil them. No, I know. I know. I, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> mentioning I'm just mentioning that. But um, so, yeah, like, like I said, you know, Nunn's offer got pulled. So there's definitely a lot of moves that are going to keep on happening so for the, the Heat. The other big deal before we talk about what's next was – uh, Duncan Robinson got signed to a five-year, $80 million contract. I 90, mean, I'm going to tell you guys, million. if you listen to the pod, uh, I've never been a huge Robinson fan just because I want him to grow his game. Now he's here to stay. I actually think they got him at a very reasonable number uh, considering some of the stuff. And if uh, some of the capologists out there are saying that it's a 15-year, first-year salary, 15 a year, and then it's with substantial increases, that's a really, really good number. Uh, He's definitely going to help. I think he's going to be better with Lowry. But I got to say one thing, Duncan. I know you have your pod. This is my pod. I'm going to ask you. I need you to be in the gym and improve on defense. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, this is where kind of me and you differ. I think it was actually a really, like you said, you kind of came to terms with his contract. Uh, but I think he was a big part of his offense. I think now our offense is going to be different now, especially with Kyle. Um, now it's not going to be so many um, deliver handoffs uh, with Bam. I think it's going to be more um, off-ball screens and, uh, with when it comes to Kyle, set it, throwing those passes to um, Duncan, and so many, so many more things we can do now with a real true point guard. And this is no not against uh, Goran Dragic. It's just when you compare Kyle Lowry to Dragic, it's like it's different because Kyle just brings it defensively, and I think has a a little bit of a better passing game. And I actually think offensively he's a little bit more superior. Uh, but anyway, I think uh, um, Duncan's num- contract was great. Um, what's weird also is we haven't even gotten Duncan's details and Kyle Lars details. So again, lost to unravel, um, when it comes to the heat, I think the fact that there's no, we're going to hear something else with the heat. Um, I think the Rosen, it's looking like he's going to pick somebody else. I know that was heavily reported yesterday. Um, I never expected him to take the MLE with us. Believe it or not, Chris Haynes reported that he's meeting with the Clippers. I don't even know what they could offer him because I actually just pointed this out. I think their MLE is going to Serge Ibaka, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah, so, that's, that's that's weird, I, I, unless they have something up their sleeve as well. But I just want to yeah. very quick, very quickly shout this out. Uh, Greg Salvander from Five Reasons Sports Network. Shout out to Greg um, and Adam and Ethan and all those guys over there. Um, Greg just tweeted um, the fact that he wanted to make sure – Kendrick Nunn didn't accept that 4.7 qualifying offer. It means they have other stuff cooking, in my opinion. And he said, uh, because one year slash 4.7 mil for none was affordable for Miami. So, again, there has to be things that are going on. 
um, that we don't know about. And I think by um, the end of the week, our roster is going to be completely different from no, where it was I, last I, year. I think today, man, I think today, um, I'm going to tell you one other thing that I want to point out. In the history of Pat Riley, he never does one big move. He always goes for two, especially after getting sweet. I, you know, PJ Tucker was just, I think, a piece. Um, I, I really do think that they have another big move, whether it be, you know, I know it's been reported that they have interest in Kelly Oubre, whether it be DeRozan or maybe somebody else we're not thinking about right now. I think they definitely have one more move. I know they're limited in what they can do, but I mean, listen, I, I keep saying to myself, there's one more big move coming out of the heat before this free agency is over. Um, I, and here's the thing. Like, if you look at recent history, the Heat always try to make two trades. I'm convinced when they got, you know, Kyle, when they were, you know, when they got Oladipo at the deadline, that they were trying to package to get both Oladipo and Laurie at the same exact time. Um, and then if you look at the year before, they tried to get Igudala and um, and Jay Crowder and Danilo Gallinari. They were trying to do multiple trades. Pat Riley's always about being all in. And if you look at the year we got Jimmy, we were at the one-yard line for Russell Westbrook. I don't think they're done. I, I, I know Pat, and, you know, if you've been a Heat fan for as long as me and you have, JT, you know that he's not making one move. He's making multiple moves. So Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think he's not done. I, and like I said, the, the details of the other um, deals that have been done haven't been, you know, available to the media or to the fans is – is kind of you know eye-opening when it comes to the fact that you know you know you know pat if you're a he fan or you if you're an nba fan a long-time nba fan pat's not pat is not done and uh pat's gonna be pat and he's not sleeping anymore <laughs> he's not taking that nap that people have been saying so um i think people just need to relax take a deep breath trust in pat and the godfather will come through and i like i said by the end of this week this con this team is gonna look completely different and it's and yeah. Look, um, another thing we want to talk about, they brought back Deadman, uh, what seems to be a veteran's minimum contract. I love that deal. They brought back Max Strews on uh, a minimum contract. They brought back Gabe Vincent on a minimum contract. The roster's taking shape, but depending on the numbers, guys, remember, I've, I've, I've actually... I've always been really big into the cap stuff. There's a lot of things that could change. P.J. Tucker could end up turning into a sign-and-trade with the Bucks. We could end up getting back our MLE. We could uh, – everybody could, you know, Kyle could lower his, his amount. Duncan could lower his first-year amount. There's a lot of things that could happen. And the Heat have the history of telling players, take care of us now, we'll take care of you later when they're in these positions. So – don't be surprised. Just because Woe's reported three-year, $90 million, do not get stuck on that number. I'm not stuck on it. I have yeah. a feeling that number is going to be less on the first year if I know the heat. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think it's it, there's a lot of things that are going to happen. A lot of things are in motion. A lot of things are in play. Um, so when it comes to all those numbers, again, wouldn't be set in stone. Because, like I said earlier already, 
<laughs> like five times. Um, you know, the fact that these details haven't been um, shown yet is is a good thing for Heat fans. So um, I think we just need to relax, stay cool, and just believe in the Godfather and and uh, Andy Ellisberg and Spocia and all those guys that are Mickey, you all those best, guys that are there. You got the best cap guy in the league, which is one of your biggest assets. If that guy, I told everybody today, I find PJ Tucker's number to be very odd, seven point five million dollars. Now I know Bobby Marks went on and say they have enough to sign everybody else to minimums, but I think that there's a reason for that, and that number is very odd. Like either you could see PJ Tucker taking half of the Emily or taking the full Emily. He's just right there in the middle. So there's something there that I think is not been properly explained. There's been so many moves that nobody has been really able to break down, you know, the numbers. And obviously we're not going to actually know these numbers until Friday when the contracts are actually signed. So Keep in mind, there's still stuff going on, Heat fans, a thousand percent. Yeah, and I just want to shout out really quickly to another uh, contract that we didn't really know was going to happen yet, but we kind of expected it to happen. Um, was Jimmy's four-year, uh, 181 or 184 million dollar extension? Um, so I think uh, that's as crazy as it sounds to Heat uh, other fans that are not Heat fans. Um, you know, you got to lock up your your, your franchise player and. Uh, though I think Bam is going to be that for a long period of time, is is the head of the snake. Um, so I think it was a really good thing that we locked him down for the next four years. And uh, yeah, I think he's he's gonna he's a heat lifer, and I think he should have been a heat lifer his whole career. <laughs> but hey, whatever. man, if you think about, I think as a Heat fan, which is how you know I want to take this next message. Three years ago, you had. James Johnson, Deion Waiters, Tyler Johnson, Wayne Ellington, Josh Richardson, Justice Winslow. This was your team. And three years later, you got Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and P.J. Tucker. I mean, if you could tell me that Pat Riley pulled that off in three years, I'd probably say you're crazy. And, like, I'm going to tell you, I was one of the guys giving Pat crap during – those uh jj years i was very upset but man he's back and and i honestly i think i could pinpoint to the point that he got back which was last year when he made the trade for jay crowder and andre Iguodala. i think that's when i noticed pat was done with the emotional side yeah yeah i think um i think that's yeah i i, I agree with you so um but yeah man i i think if you're a he fan you're you're really happy uh, so far, I think we're not done. I still think we still need a couple more moves for us to be in that, um, you know, title contending. Um, but uh, I'm going to ask, ask you this question. Who would you want that's a shooter, um, you know, that's still a free agent and it's on the market right now? Danny Green for me. Yeah, I think that's that's one that uh, people aren't really expecting, but I wouldn't be surprised if we do get them. Um and like couple you said, name, I, couple names as a Heat fan you should be watching: Markeith Morris, Danny yeah. Green, and I'm gonna ask you the surprise move that the Heat have left. Go. I think the surprise move that people aren't really talking about is you kind of mentioned it earlier was the um, Kelly Oubre because I I don't know why I get a feeling that Mar isn't gonna happen, 
for whatever reason that may be. Uh, so I think Kelly is uh, uh, something that's going to be a really, like, really good move for us and something to keep an eye on. And um, I didn't even know this, but I think he's, I don't I think he's like 6'8 or something like that, but he has a 7'3 wingspan and he's 25. So <laughs> you talk about young potential and who's a athletic, uh, that, that doesn't get any better than that. So, and like we've known, uh, if you're a Heat fan, you know the Heat. And honestly, I'm going to give a shout out to the Raptors, have probably one of the best development teams um, in the league. So um, having Kelly on that team, would be really, really good for us. So, I'm going to say the same thing. I'm going to say Kelly Oubre is a sleeper. I know five reasons has brought him up. I know other people have reported the interest. I feel like maybe you have KZ go to Toronto as well to get him off the books. Something happens, and you end up getting Oubre for a two-year deal in the $10 million range with a player option on the second year. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so too. So let's talk about um some uh, uh some Heat free agents or trade targets that happened uh that that were sent out from the Heat. So obviously we know Precious and Dragic. Uh, I think Precious is going to do great with the Raptors. I think he's going to do phenomenal. I think he actually uh I, if I'm not mistaken, the Raptors love young big men. Um, so I think he's going to really you know thrive there. And Especially when I they know... trade Pascal to Portland for CJ McCollum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think, um, and another one that uh, I'm thinking off my off the head of, off the top of my head is uh, Trevor Ariza. Uh, I mean, he did good here. Didn't do phenomenal. Didn't do great. I think he did average. Let's say that's. I think we can uh, agree to that as a Heat fan. He was. Hey, average. let's give a shout out to the New York Knicks for using all their cap space on bad free agents. <laughs> man you know like it's somebody always said it somebody says it somebody said it the other day i can't remember who it was it was on a five reasons live stream that's what it was um they always have cap space when there's never like any good like they gave phenomenal free agents. million dollars to evian fournier 72 yeah. million dollars to fournier a yeah, guy that the... that orlando was dying to get rid of a year ago and they did and he went to the celtics and not even the celtics gave him that money so they gave $34, 38000000 million to Derrick Rose or something crazy like that. But he deserved it. He, he's, the only reason, he's, he's the only reason why that team, well, him and Julius Randle were the only, team, the only reasons and why they were the shout out to, to the Philly bringing Andre Drummond. <laughs> oh, my God. Andre yeah. Drummond. What's up, Philly fans? Are we feeling good? Yeah, that's awesome. That's, oh, man. That is awesome. Something. Juan, I want to tell you something in case you haven't noticed this. The Eastern Conference, in my opinion, with an exception of Brooklyn, now that they got Patty Mills, got worse. Yeah, got I think, worse. I think the at the end, got and, worse. Uh, Boston, I have no idea what the heck they're doing. I'm talking to my, my family that's a Boston fan. He's like, I have no idea what Brad Stevens is doing. Um, you know, New York Knicks. I mean, I guess they're the same, but they're not really a threat. And, you know, who else was up there? The, Atlanta, Hawks, I guess the, the Hawks are about to lose. But the Hawks John might Collins. be losing John Collins to the Spurs. Yeah, yeah, John Collins might be out of there. I just want to send a tweet. Uh, sorry, say a tweet from Joe Anthony. Um, when this was on November 3rd, 2018 at 5.18 p.m., he said, I own a lot of real estate in 
at Andre Drummond Head, and I'm on my way to build more houses. Three house emojis. Hashtag bum. Hashtag the process. So that, that is going to that is going to be very interesting, and I'm so delighted to see what Philly fans see about uh, say about that. And uh, that is not going to work out, in my opinion, not even close. So uh, don't know what the hell they're doing, and they're probably going to get rid of Ben Simmons uh, by the trade deadline and probably become a lot worse. And that means Joe Anthony, I mean Joe Anthony, Joe Embiid is probably going to uh, be gone to next summer because there's no way that guy stays there. Yep, I I have to agree. Anyways, while we're recording this pod, I'm sure at some point there's going to be some more heat news today. So sorry if we're not up to date. Thank you, JT, for joining me as always. I think we covered a lot of good stuff. And uh, we'll be back soon. We'll be back very soon, guys. Very, very soon. Uh, Okay, so we'll see you very soon. And catch you later.